live from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's Tuesday here in Sin City. And you are watching Wager Talk. This is your Sports Central for Betters. I want to welcome all of you watching on the Sports Grid TV network. Welcome Zumo viewers. Welcome Stir viewers. Welcome to the 20 million Pluto TV viewers, active users on Channel 517. Welcome to those of you listening on the iHeartRadio network and all of our podcast outlets. I'm Ted Sobranski, a.k.a. Teddy Covers, at Teddy Unsworth Covers on Twitter. Joined by my co-host and good friend Ralph Michaels at Cal Sports LV on Twitter, and let's get into it. We'll start as we are. It's a loaded show. Let's start with that. You know, college hoops, NBA. We're going to talk bowls. We're going to talk NFL. And in addition, we're going to talk bad beats, bad bets, and bad for the books. We'll start with Monday Night Football, which I think was a pretty deep result for sports books. Not a great result for betters. Uh, when it's a good result for the books, it's not a great result. Uh, for the average Joe, defensive thriller last night. Let's call it that way. Uh, Philly gets the win. They never sniff a point spread cover. Giants and under, dog and under, pretty much wire to wire on Monday Night Football, Ralph. Yeah, I'm looking at those impressive first half stats for the Eagles. Five first downs and 117 yards. So, you know, the Eagles offense did put it in gear. 22 first downs in the second half and overtime is is a very productive 35 minutes of football. And I'll give Philly some credit because they got punched in the face and they they could have let it go. You know, uh, they're down 17 to three. They're lost three in a row. It was been really easy last night for them to go, well, we fought the good fight and that was that. And they didn't. They dug deep. They found something. And that could be a momentum-inducing win. All that being said, they couldn't be laying more than a touchdown in that game. Uh, never sniffed the point spread cover. And again, in the first half, I mean, why were the Giants in the game? The Giants were in the game because the Philadelphia Eagles secondary got burned badly twice, both times for touchdowns. Uh, and that was exactly the case the previous week against Miami. In addition, the Eagles receiving court, Josh McCown, yeah, the 40-year-old backup quarterback, he had to put on his non-QB helmet last night. Philly was down to two healthy receivers by the end of that ball game. You can understand why some of their offensive struggles were <laughs> what they were. But, but you're absolutely right, Ralph. Push comes to shove. Fourth quarter of that ball game, Philly's offense got cranking. Carson Wentz, you know, is this momentum? Is this Eagles to win the division now? Maybe. It's certainly a positive sign for Philadelphia. Let's talk some prop shop recap. Giants team total was 17 and a half. Oh, that stayed under by the hook. Eagles team total, 27. That stayed under as well. Look at that, Ralph. No defensive or special teams TD. <laughs> Minus 260 uh, on that one. Uh, and we look at some of the Alternative points, whereas you had the Giants plus three and a half. You had plus 185 in your pocket. You felt pretty good about that until the Eagles scored the touchdown in overtime. Ouch, that one hurt. The over 51 and a half at plus 210 didn't get there. The Eagles minus 17 and a half at plus 320 didn't get there. Uh, and, of course, with the touchdown in overtime, the under 37 and a half of the adjusted uh, total there at plus 220, that one didn't cash either, Ralph. 
Yeah, you know, the the 37 and a half, you're sitting into overtime. I don't know what percentage of, of overtime games are decided by touchdown field goal. Has to be at least three to one. So you're feeling pretty good about that at plus 220, Teddy. Oops, until they decide, let's just go in and punch it in. Sure, and of course, with the first drive in OT, uh, when you get the ball, you got to punch it in. So, uh, you know, you, you can't settle for three uh, in that spot, especially with a tired defense. Although the Giants, you talked about what Philly did after halftime last night. After halftime, the Giants, including the overtime, they never got the ball. They had two first downs in the second half of that ball game. Not exactly an inspiring offensive performance, though. Eli Manning, 203 passing yards. He stayed under 245 and a half, although he did go over touchdowns. That was a plus price. Wentz went over 248 and a half passing yards. He finished with 325. He also had a pair of TDs. Never in doubt there with Wentz, right? Going over (laughs) and the uh, uh, touchdown prop going over as well. But the surprising one, perhaps, Eli was minus 200 to throw an interception. He did not throw one. Wentz was picking to throw a pick. He did throw one on Monday Night Football. Uh, You know, Wentz did not throw a pick. Yeah, he threw one early. Mm, sure the it. box score doesn't show it. I wasn't watching almost, the game that almost close. Almost positive that he threw a pick. Uh, I, I yeah, no, I, I'm looking at the box score. It says he doesn't. He didn't throw a pick. But you know, so I'm look, looking at a the drive start that in an in, in, interception. Hmm, we'll look at that. We'll argue about that in a minute. Uh, no problem. I, I'm looking at the Giants' total yards at the half. They had 200. 26 total yards. They finished with 255. So we are talking about 29 yards in the second half for the New York Giants. Yeah, yeah. No surprise. Their defense got gassed. Saquon Barkley went over 60 and a half rushing yards. Miles Sanders stayed under 64 and a half. Golden Tate had only one reception for 11. He stayed under his receiving yards. Zach Ertz, nine catches for 91. He went over 58 and a half receiving yards let's talk a little hoops recap from last night and i'm mad at arthur de caesar not really mad but a little bit mad because right after the show he went out and tweeted iowa i should tweet about the iowa under in minnesota the game stayed under by 30 points i'm like you couldn't give that out to us on the show what are you doing art uh under for the hawkeyes last night the money went the other way and the first five ten minutes of that game was really fast after that it became a defensive scrum stayed under by a fairly wide margin Minnesota now 113-1 and over under their last 14 road games, something I tweeted out or, or talked about with Joe Ranieri on our basketball show. So Minnesota on the road, clearly an under team. Don't have the offensive weapons to go on the road. Sure, they, didn't, they weren't hitting shots uh, last night. Last one to talk about in the recap, hey, no Kawhi, no problem. The money came against the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard sitting on the second of back-to-backs. But Clippers, wire-to-wire at Indiana. I continue to think that when all said and the Clips are the team, you know, the Clips and the Lakers are both one, one and one A in the West right now. The Clips are impressing me more and more every game. When we come back here on Wager Talk, we're going to talk line movers, but we're not talking hoops. We're talking bowl games. Where's the early month and why? Wager Talk continues. Stay on the page.
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, auto zone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, we can help you get back on the road. So what if I need a new one? We have the right Duralast battery for you, only at AutoZone. And what about my old battery? We can recycle it right here at America's number one battery destination. Restrictions apply. Welcome back to Wager Talk here on the Sports Grid TV network. And look, we really appreciate all the comments we've been getting, all the feedback on Twitter. Good stuff. Thank you. But this is a new show, okay? We've only been around a couple of months. It's a relatively new network. We need your help, flat out. All right, please give us a follow on YouTube at Sports Grid Network. That's all fantasy and sports wagering all the time. On YouTube, again, Sports Grid Network. On Instagram, we're on Sports Grid TV. That's at Sports Grid TV on Instagram. Please give us a follow. Give us a couple of likes. Give us some retweets. We'll take all the help we can get, and we appreciate it. Thank you. Now, let's talk line movers. Where's the money going? And today, Ralph, I specifically wanted to focus on bowls because it's going to be about 10 days or so before we get into the heart of bowl season. But these early money moves are often clear indicators of where the market's going to go. Betters need to know, do they make their bets right now or do they want to wait till closer to kickoff? That's going to depend on what side you like. And it's going to depend on some of the info we're going to deal you right now. So let's get into it. We'll start. And I want to talk on games we didn't focus on yesterday, specifically. So I left out those first week's games. We went through all of those, at least quick hitter style yesterday. 
Let's start with some of the bigger line moves from the games being played the final week of December. We'll start with the Independence Bowl and the early money coming for Skip Holtz's Louisiana Tech Bulldogs. Miami, Florida opened in the seven and a half range. Ain't no seven and a halfs out there anymore. Do you think La Tech can hang tough here? A team that had a very disappointing end of their season after uh, some ugly suspensions. Do they get right for their bowl game? And is Miami going to show up for this one? Because the Hurricanes' A game is a whole lot better than the Bulldogs' A game. Oh, absolutely. ACC talent compared to La Tech, no question. But you have Holtz as a dog, number one. And number two, I just can't trust that my uh, Miami offense laying points. Uh, you know, Manny Diaz said he's opening up the quarterback competition, and that's what the first few bowl practices will be is is to figure out who's going to play. Well, if we're in December and you're having to worry about who your starting quarterback is, I think there's better practices to be had. Yeah, and it's worth noting there are sevens out there now with Louisiana Tech, several leading indicator books, I like to call them. I've already moved to six and a half on this ballgame. If you like the dog, find a seven and grab it now. In the Texas Bowl, Texas A&M's getting some love. They opened four, four and a half. Now we're looking at sixes for the Aggies against Oklahoma State. Are they betting on Texas A&M or against Oklahoma State in this one, Ralph? And what's your initial take? on the Texas Bowl. Teddy, my first bet in the bowl season was Texas A&M. I am a believer in Jimbo Fisher in the bowl. We've seen Oklahoma State lose several key players, including their wide receiver who's out. And, uh, you know, the mullet said it right. This is the best 7-5 and five team in the history of college football. A&M losses at Clemson, at Georgia, at LSU, home to Auburn, home to Alabama, four top 10 teams. Yeah, and Auburn is not far <laughs> from yeah. being a top 10 team uh, in that regard. Uh, I would anticipate this line was much more likely to go up than to go down. That first move towards the Aggies, I don't think will be the last one. There are still five and a halfs out there now here in Vegas. If you like Texas A&M, I'd find one of those today. I'm not convinced they're going to be there. Let's talk Holiday Bowl, the early money. And this is always a wild one, or it historically has been a wild one. Uh, but uh, And an underdog-friendly bowl game as well. But there's not much of a dog here. Uh, Iowa opened in the two-minus-two two range against USC. And I'm not even convinced that Iowa's going to go off as the favorite in this ball game. Can the Hawkeyes hold as chalk? Or is the early USC money just a harbinger of things to come? Eddie, my numbers has me liking USC, but uh, I'm just, you know, I'm not one much that looks at a conference as a whole and say it's tough to bet this conference. But I just tweeted this stat out about an hour ago. In the last three years, the Pac 12 is 3 17 and 1 against the spread in bowl games. That's not a pretty track record. And that's one of those under the radar gems that you'll find when you follow Ralph Michaels. On Twitter at Cal Sports LV. Good stuff. I would anticipate all that being said. Look, it's a coaching mismatch in favor of Ferentz, but it's a speed mismatch in favor of USC. I would not be surprised at all to see USC continue to take money in this one. If you like the Trojans, find a plus one and a half now. I'm not sure that line is going to hold. Cotton Bowl money showing for Memphis. Memphis is going to lose their coach. 
They've had a real good season, but Penn State is a big step up in class. But this isn't a Penn State home whiteout, Ralph. It's at the Cotton Bowl, which may not be the Nittany Lions' preferred menu. Anyhow, Penn State opened seven and a half. Those seven and a halfs are gone now. Seven, the prevailing number, the early money for Memphis. One dynamic different than in the past. When when a team estates the group of five team that's gotten to the New Year's Six Bowl, it's normally because of a bubble burst in the championship game or they were very close to making the final four for the playoffs. Penn State was never in that role. So you're going to have an extra motivated Penn State where in the past you didn't have that team playing the group of five. A coach leaving is one thing, the important thing for any new bowl handicappers. If a bowl coach leaves and the OC and DC stay, I don't downgrade him that much. If the head coach and one of the coordinators leave, leaving the other coordinator for double duty, that's when I downgrade him at least two or three points in my power ratings. Sure. And if the head coach and both coordinators leave, it can be a difficult situation. And we'll see that potentially in some of these bowl games over the course of the next couple of weeks. And a lot of times the coaches try to do double duty. They'll be designing a game plan uh, for their bowl game while at the same time recruiting and settling in new places and finding a place to live in their new venue. And given those two, oftentimes it's the bowl planning that takes the back seat. So we got to talk about the two playoff games, in particular the one. Because no one's betting against LSU. It's been all LSU money so far against Oklahoma. And I have to ask you flat out, we're looking at 13s and 13 and a halfs across the board right now. Will this get to 14 with LSU over Oklahoma? My number's 12, so I don't I don't agree with the move. Uh, I think LSU a little overrated. I think LSU has not faced an offense like this. And I think Oklahoma's defense is better than people get them credit for. If you look at their yards per play and yards allowed, uh, if it gets much higher, you know, I'm going to start having some interest on the Sooners. Yeah, I would I would expect this line to get to 14, uh, Ralph. I think if you like LSU, you can find a minus 13 today because that's about the best you're going to get. At 14, there will be wise guy buyback on Oklahoma. I'm confident of that. But I think it'll get there. It may well get there across the board. Music City Bowl money. We're seeing Mississippi State as an attractive choice for early bettors against Louisville. Louisville's been a popular betting team all year. Not so far in this game. The Bulldogs taking the money after their impressive win over Ole Miss in the Egg Bowl. You know, my number was three and a half, and uh, I, I like that number. So, you know, depending on how much it moves, depending if I'm or not. I'm a huge fan of Scott Satterfield. Uh, Mississippi State, more talent, but I, I like first-year head coaches that make that big jump like Louisville did. And let's squeeze one more in before the break. And this one has seen a switch of favorites. You don't see that in bowl games a lot, but we've seen one here. Kansas State opened as high as minus two. Now it's Navy in the minus one and a half range. Liberty Bowl action showing for the midshipmen. Teddy, no question. This is just a military bowl play. Military teams and bowls, 34 and 13, their last 47 bowl games. They're regimented. They don't get caught up. They know what to do. But this, if you like Kansas State, I, I would wait because with Navy, 
you could lose a player in the Army game, and you're betting into that number already. That scares me if you if you like the Navy side. That's an excellent point. Of course, Army and Navy play this weekend. We'll preview that game coming up next right here on Big Game Breakdown. Stay tuned. Wager Talk continues on the Sports Grid. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you, something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I got to change the oil in my car. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic with an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for only $36.99. What do I do with my old oil? We can recycle your used oil for free. And do you have oil for my old work truck? You can find the right high mileage oil to help it go farther right here at AutoZone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to 500 bucks when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. G-R-I-D. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid, open your new account, and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 over, New Jersey only, eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. It's big game breakdown time, Ralph, and let's start. 
with some hoops for tonight. A deep card on the, uh, I say a short card in the association and a modest card in college basketball. But let's break down some of the games. We'll start in the NBA with the 76ers and the Nuggets. This one, an NBA on TNT early start showdown. We've seen a little bit of Philly money. Gone from minus four up to minus four and a half. We've seen a lot of over money. The total bet from 205 to 209. The Sixers uh, coming off a win and cover against Toronto. But it wasn't a particularly well-played game for Philadelphia. They almost let it get away in the fourth quarter. And Joel Embiid probably had his single worst game of the season in that contest. Well... Philly continues to be, you know, they're undefeated at home. They've been a remarkable story playing in their venue. Denver's not playing good ball. They've lost four out of five, including two straight. In theory, Ralph, it's supposed to be circle the wagons time for the playoff-bound Nuggets after back-to-back losses. Are they good enough to snap this Sixers home winning streak? Teddy, just like we talked about the Celtics last week, I like these teams at home that are still undefeated at home. I think they take some pride in it. I think they know they're 12 and 0. They're 7 and 5 against the number in that role, and they're coming off a back game. I mean, Embiid got benched in the fourth quarter. I mean, he's I expect him to come out and on fire. Looking at Denver though, uh, you talked about the total money. Denver is Eight and one over under as an away dog. So uh, not that same defense when they get on the road, but the offense does click. It's worth noting the first fives on this game are popping up as we speak. If you like Philly, I grab a four and a half right now. That number appears to be continuing to go up. And of course, obviously, this total has seen nothing but over money since it opened last night. The Washington Wizards aren't exactly a team that many bettors are excited about laying a price with on the highway. For the season, the Wizards are sitting at 7-15. and 15. Yet they're road chalk tonight, and they're taking money. Washington minus 2.5, total 229. And you know what, Ralph? I agree with the assessment. Even though the Hornets have the better record right now, from a pure power rating standpoint, I've got the Wizards as the much better team, although the markets right now are saying on a neutral, Washington's what, five, five and a half points better? I don't have them that much better than Charlotte, although <laughs> uh, Charlotte is a team that really, they, they rely heavily on perimeter shooting. The Wizards are a team you can get good shots against Washington's defense, not their strong point so far in the 2019-2020 campaign. Teddy, I've got a system I want I want you to give the the Teddy covers okay or nah I, I have <laughs> I don't have interest in that because it doesn't make sense. NBA right, teams NBA teams are four and twenty-six over under if they allowed 110 points or more in back-to-back games. That's simple. Makes four sense. Four and twenty-six to, to the under? Yes. Or so they so after two de- bad defensive performances, the third game that they tend to step up and the game tends to stay under and it has been doing so. Twenty six and four to the under. Yeah. Twenty six yeah. of the last thirty games have gone under. Yeah. That's that. That's certainly one that makes sense. Uh, it's not one I'd be in a rush to fade. You know, and the talk from both of these squads, in particular from Borrego in Charlotte, was our defense stunk. What they give up like seventy one after halftime against the Hawks the other day. Uh, there was a lot of talk about defensive intensity for Charlotte for this one, though talk and execution aren't always the same. 
the under there makes a ton of sense, given that trend that is 26 and four in the last 30 tries. Have anything else for this one, Ralph? No, I don't. All right, then let's move on to the next one where we see nothing but Miami money in early betting action today. The Heat minus eight and a half, total 218 against the Hawks. And throughout the Eric Spolstra era, I've given Miami one of the lower home court edges in the NBA. I think even two points for home court. They have not had a particularly strong home court. Even though everyone comes to Miami and relaxes and parties in South Beach, they still show up for the game. And the Heat haven't been a max intensity home team. Most of the and Miami's been, Eric Spolster's made me a lot of money over the years. He's a coach that I, I, I love to set up a Christmas card every year, but it's mostly been in the road dog role. This year, Miami's been dynamite at home. They won every game, 10 and 0 straight up. They're now 8 and 2 against the spread, though it's worth noting the two losses are the last two games overpriced against Washington, overpriced against Chicago, who took them to overtime last time out. The money's coming for Miami tonight, minus 8.5 from an opener of 7.5, total 218 against the aforementioned Hawks team that uh, blew out Charlotte in the second half in their last ballgame and is slowly getting healthier. Yeah, well, again, I have to mention that the Heat are undefeated. So, you know, it's going to be a no play for me because I actually lean with the Hawks the way they're playing on the road. I agree with you that these lines are a bit inflated. Uh, The Heat gave the Hawks uh, seven and a half back in October. They beat them 112 to 97 in that game. Uh, But, you know, coming off off that Bulls game and, and failing to cover a couple straight, my my slightest of leans would be to the Hawks to cover, but the Heat still to continue with that undefeated home stretch. Yeah, I have a I have a tough time stepping in front of Miami, but again, you know, I, and the the point spreads in each of their last two games they were playing the Wizards. I'm like, really, my number is a couple points higher, and then Washington sneaks in under the number. It came by a hook, but it wasn't Miami wasn't the right side in that game against the Bulls the other night. They certainly weren't the right side. Uh, it's what seven, seven and a half point favorites against Chicago. That game went into OT. We'll see how it plays out uh, this evening in Miami. The nightcap in the NBA is on the West Coast, and this one features a pair of struggling teams. The Blazers showed a little bit of spark and life when they got Carmelo Anthony initially. He got Western Conference Player of the Week. They won three in a row. Well, since then, it's been mostly the same old Blazers, and in particular, this team's, I mean, they've struggled in a number of different areas. They've struggled to cover point spreads at home all year long. But tonight, they might have the perfect opponent to do so. Of course, the Rodney injury for Portland is huge. You talk about a team that had a little momentum and then loses a key contributor, one of their best perimeter shooters. They will miss him. Uh, and for a team that already had injuries all up and down their front court, it's significant. They get the Knicks tonight. And the Knicks made the coaching change. Fisdale out. Mike Miller in. They played hard. I'll give them credit for that. They still lost, but they covered against Indiana in his debut. Covering in Portland may not be so easy. Blazers minus nine, total 223. This total, Ralph, has been steamed up all morning. Leave it open 218 and a half. We've seen nothing but over money as the Knicks take on the Blazers. It's the Knicks, Teddy. I want no part of the Knicks. I'm not going to bet the Knicks. I will look to fade them or not play them. You know, as you said, 
the last two games under Fisdale, they lost by 44 and 37. So a, a one-point inspired effort in the loss in Mike Miller's first game as the interim. You know, that's that bounce back that you often get. But, you know, we'll see how long that lasts. Do you have any take, Teddy, on on how much of a boost a team can get and how long that boost might last with an interim? I can only take the Knicks here. Um, they showed signs of effort. And the biggest issue for the Knicks <laughs> in the latter stage of the Fisdale era, you know, besides disjointed offense and disjointed defense, was uh, disjointed effort. And that certainly wasn't the case in Mike Miller's debut. I can't lay nine with Portland right now. So for me, if I'm playing this game, it'd be Knicks or a pass, taking a leap of faith that the effort we saw last time out carries over to the Moda Center in Portland this evening. Lean Knicks. But I, like you, Ralph, did not pull the trigger on this one. Let's talk some college hoops for tonight. A couple of really good games. Talk about one, a national TV affair at Madison Square Garden. That's Louisville. Minus six, total of 125 against Texas Tech. The Red Raiders are finding it not so easy to, uh, uh, to match last year's remarkable results here in 2019 this team of course played for the national title last april the first monday in april didn't get there this year well it's going to be tougher and the markets have cooled off on texas tech a fair bit what's your take cardinals and red raiders at madison square garden eddie we give out some light opinions we give out some strong opinions this is a game that i personally bet went to the window and it's on louisville my clients got this game I like Louisville in the spot at MSG. Texas Tech is a team that in the last four years has always had multiple senior starters and no freshman starters. Well, those players have graduated. They have no senior starters. They have two freshman starters. You've lost back-to-back-to-back games. All three wins were against teams that were not ranked 220 or higher. All three losses to the best three teams they faced. Plus, You have Jameis Ramsey, their best player. He hasn't played the last two games. He's questionable or doubtful tonight. I have Louisville four points better than this in my power ratings. Yeah, Cardinals certainly playing pretty good defense with them shut down Michigan in their last outing. Real quick, let's squeeze in Baylor minus six, total 131 against Butler, 30 seconds or less. Bears and the Bulldogs. Total's low. It's 131 and a half. Butler, one of the slowest teams. Baylor zone, tough to break. I like the under in that game. Makes a ton of sense to me. Ralph says, look at Louisville minus. Look at Butler, Baylor, under in college hoops action tonight. We'll get into Army, Navy, and some NFL discussion. And we come back after the break. Wager talk continues here on the Sports Grade TV Network. NFL season is now upon us, so you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I got to change the oil in my car. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic with an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for only $36.99. What do I do with my old oil? We can recycle your used oil for free. And do you have oil for my old work truck? You can find the right high mileage oil to help it go farther right here at AutoZone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Welcome back to Wager Talk. Petty Covers and Ralph Michaels getting into big game breakdowns for football this weekend. we got to start with Army-Navy. This is always a fun one to discuss, Ralph. Navy minus 10. The total's been bet down to 40 against Army. Commander-in-Chief Trophy on the line. And it's a Navy team that is not just in revenge, not just in double revenge. They're in triple revenge. They've lost each of the last three years to Army. And this point spread is telling us that. Because you look at the last five years, Ralph, underdog has covered every single meeting. Plus two, they won by one. Plus four, they won by four. The other thing that's happened, and I can go back further, but the last five years, let me get these final scores exact. Last five years. 17 to 10, 14 to 13, 21 to 17, 21 to 17, and 17 to 10. Yeah, that's five unders. None of the games going over 38 points. Nothing but under money so far in this one. 41, bet down to 40. I'm seeing 39 and a halfs out there now. If you like the under, I bet it's sooner rather than later, given the series history here. From a side standpoint, it's an underdog series, but Navy's in triple revenge. What's your first take? Army versus Navy. Navy, Commander-in-Chief's trophy, again, on the line this weekend. 13, Teddy. 13 straight unders in this series. Wow. (laughs) Uh, 2000, December 2nd, 2006 was the start of that streak. Now, I will say this. 
from 2006 through this year, the average total was 50. There were a lot of totals in the 50s that Vegas just didn't make that adjustment, that you have two option teams, extra team to prep. They know what's coming on offense. But the last few years, we had a total of 43 and a half in 2017, 38 and a half last year, and I believe there was snow and wind. You know, and it opened 42 down to 40. I still like the under in this game. You know, again, the option offenses, the 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 clock is just going to run. You're going to run the ball, and the and the clock is going to run. You only have probably seven drives per team. So if you hold them a couple times, you've got a great shot at the under. And even though, you know, Navy Navy has lost those last three. Navy is actually. 0-4-1 against the spread. And I like the dog here as well. Army, you know, Army's had a disappointing season. They needed to win seven games to go to a bowl this year because they played uh, two group of five, two uh, FCS teams, both Morgan State and VMI. So they needed seven wins to go bowling. This will get them their sixth win. But I think getting to a sixth win is still so important. And the commander-in-chief still in place. So you know, I lean army in this game. And again, I, I'm not going to go against this under streak. I've bet at least four of those five unders the last five years. And there's only one way for me to play that. And of course, this is army's bowl game per se. You know, we talk about bowl. This means a lot more to army than any bowl game would. Uh, so the extra time to prepare uh, for the cadets off their disappointing season. I'm with you on that. Make them a live underdog. And it's worth noting this total Already bet down from 42 to 41 to 40. Every leading indicator that I can think of or see says this total is even going lower. There are a handful of 40 and a halfs out there, both in Jersey and here in Vegas. If you like the under, I bet that sooner rather than later. Eddie, but, you know, as I said, a couple of these games have had bad weather. The games in Philadelphia this year. Early forecast for Philadelphia this week, temperature in the mid-50s. It will rain, 90-plus percent chance of rain, but winds under 9 miles an hour. You know, you may get an occasional turnover because of the rain, but normally that doesn't hinder. Well, you know, we have great guests on Thursday and Friday from sports books from CG and Superbook USA, so we need to get into our NFL deep dives a little earlier. Let's jump into it, Teddy, and... You know, is there any team playing better than Baltimore right now? Uh, they've taken care of business. You look at their schedule they played off Houston, off the Rams, off San Francisco, off Buffalo. They certainly can't win and cover in this letdown spot, can't they, against the Jets? They're laying 15, a total of 45. There aren't many teams in the NFL with a bitter, a bigger bandwagon, a bigger betting bandwagon than the Baltimore Ravens. Let's get that right. A bigger betting bandwagon than Baltimore. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but that's what, I mean, the, the, the Ravens have been, if not the point spread story of the season, one of the point spread stories of the season, certainly over the back half, as they continue to win and cover every week, the betting bandwagon gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's why you're seeing, you know, you don't see a lot of these Thursday night games with two plus touchdown point spreads. Um, that said, this spread is warranted, although, at, you know, saying 15 right now as we speak, you can find minus 14, minus 14 and a half and minus 15 on Baltimore, depending on the shop. So I encourage you, whichever side you like, get the best of the number impact. I mean, it's worth noting that Lamar Jackson was, quote, limited 
in practice today. He's dealing with, uh, they were saying, a knee injury or a groin injury. I didn't get it. You know, they, they were, they didn't make it specific, which concerned me uh, a little bit. Uh, you know, and again, we're not talking about a Sunday game. We're talking about a Thursday game. And we're not talking about a quarterback who can easily be replaced. We're talking about a quarterback who has been the entire offense for his team all season. Lamar Jackson's not right. You can't lay two touchdowns with Baltimore, plain and simple, I don't think. And if the Jets, for as, for as annoying as the game was against Miami, where you know they, they missed their plenty of opportunities to blow that game open. And Sam Darnold wasn't right in that ballgame either. Darnold uh, got hurt in-game, and if you watched his throws in the fourth quarter, they were all over the place. And it made a difference in the Jets covering versus non-covering in that contest. And he's going on a short week. But that Jets defense without Jamal Adams, they got picked apart all game. And in the red zone, they got every stop. Miami went 0 for 7 in the red zone tries last week. And uh, if Baltimore is not scoring touchdowns, they might have a hard time covering this number. 45 seems a little bit high for a Thursday night game in which both quarterbacks are banged up. I would not be surprised at all to see a little bit of an under money show over the course of the next 24 to 48 hours. During the first 10 games of the season, the Chicago Bears offense was a laughingstock. They topped 300 yards one time. All of a sudden now, the Bears have won back-to-back-to-back games, 419 yards on the road at Detroit, 382 yards at home against Dallas. Are the Bears for real? Can they handle the situation against the Green Bay Packers coming off wins against the Giants and the Redskins? Green Bay currently a four and a half point favorite, a total of 41. You remember the first one between these two teams? Because we all remember the first one between these two teams because we all watched it because it was the first game of this season on Thursday night, the 10 to 3 final where Chicago's offense didn't work and Green Bay's offense didn't work. And (laughs) uh, it was a punt fest. Uh, and the Packers ended up getting the win uh, and cover and under with room to spare. That was then, this is now, in the one sense. Green Bay shown surprising vulnerability in a number of different ways. You know, they missed a lot of plays last week. They left a lot of points on the board against the Redskins. The offense, you know, when they got the two-touchdown lead, you, you could see the exhale on the sideline and they did very little for the rest of the game and kind of hung on for the win defensively we've seen this team show vulnerability against the run on a pretty consistent basis and if the bears can run the games where the bears can run mitch trubisky can throw it's the games where the bears can't run and it's all on trubisky that the bears offense doesn't work this is a defense that in theory Chicago should be able to run the football against. Their offensive lines played better of late. Trubisky's played better of late. Don't, you know, it's not a receiving core that lacks talent. It's not a defense that lacks talent. My gut reaction initially is looking at the Bears plus the points before I looked at Green Bay minus in this game. Eddie, I had said that the Baltimore Ravens are the hottest team in the AFC. Well, I'll tell you what, Tennessee's not far behind them. When the calendar said November 1st, not many people were thinking Tennessee was going to be in the race. They thought it was going to be Houston and Indy, and Houston had the clear-cut edge. Well, Houston coming off a loss against Denver. Meanwhile, the Tennessee Titans with a fourth straight impressive win, 
552 yards, 42 points at Oakland. Ryan Tannehill obviously has this offense going with Derrick Henry behind him. Now, these two face each other twice in the next three weeks for the AFC South. Your take on Tennessee, a total of 50. They are a field goal favorite against the Houston Texans. We have to be super impressed with the Titans. All right, we have to be. They've been dominant in all three phases of the game. All right, uh, during this extended run of excellence. And it's not just a couple of weeks. It's been an extended run of excellence. From a red zone standpoint, Ryan Tannehill has been the single best QB in the NFL at putting the biscuit in the basket. They're scoring touchdowns every time they're in the red zone. And it's been that way. I think they've had one or two red zone failures in the entirety of Tannehill's starting tenure. There's a lot to be excited about Tennessee. Here's who they played. Denver, the Chargers, the Bucks, Carolina, the impressive win against KC, Jacksonville, Indy, Oakland. That's their last eight games. It's not a who's who of good teams. <laughs> okay, it's not. So I've been notching Tennessee up and up and up every week in my power ratings. I'm not notching them up further at this stage of the game. And from a spot standpoint, look, the Texans bomb New England and then come out flat as a pancake against Denver. All right. Embarrassed at home in that game. They've been good dogs. They've been good road dogs. They've been good at bouncing back off a loss. From a spot standpoint, this spot screams Houston. That's why this line isn't higher than it is. And that's why the only way I can look this week is towards the Texans plus the points, not the Titans minus. Although, frankly, Ralph, I'm not convinced I get to the betting window with this one. I think it's going to be Eileen Houston right now. I have not taken any money out of my pocket to bet the Texans just yet. Eddie, okay, I have to go off script. Biscuit in the <laughs> basket. Uh, you know, I, I, okay, I had to just Google it while you were talking. It says it's a hockey term. You're, the biscuit in the basket is a hockey term. Oh, you're not allowed to translate it into football, are you? I use it in hoops all the time. Uh, you know, for basketball, you put the biscuit in the basket, you know. Uh, but for, for football, you're not getting the end zone. You got to put the biscuit in the basket. That's where the touchdown is. So, yeah. All right. It's, it's I, I regress. Let's talk. You got a minute and a half. The Pittsburgh Steelers, the Buffalo Bills, Pittsburgh 2, 37. It's duck mania taking over in the Steel City. Tell us about this matchup. Bills have been real good dogs. You know, uh, they, they lost. For the first time in six tries this season, underdog last week against uh, Baltimore. By a point or by a half point, depending on where you got the number. It wasn't like they were badly beaten in that game. And again, they rallied from, they didn't play well. They rallied from behind and made things interesting late. Uh, I didn't downgrade the Bills off of that loss. And they continue to be a team that I'm interested in as underdogs. But when we talk about which of these two defenses is making the most plays every week, that would be Pittsburgh's. Uh, I'm not in any rush to stand in front of the Steelers. Look at that total of 37, and it deserves to be that low. First team to 17 wins this one. I ain't playing the over in Pittsburgh and Buffalo. Plenty more NFL to break down. That's why you watch this show every weekday, noon to 1 Pacific time, 3 to 4 on the East Coast. When we come back, I'm going to tell you a story about the worst bowl season I ever had and how it, from that loss and disaster, I learned how to bet. Stay tuned here on Wage Talk. Stay on the friend. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, auto zone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, we can help you get back on the road. So what if I need a new one? We have the right Duralast battery for you, only at AutoZone. And what about my old battery? We can recycle it right here at America's number one battery destination. Restrictions apply. here in the home stretch of wager talk and look i understand that it's difficult to imagine but back in the day i was a newbie back in the day ralph was a newbie neither of us were born knowing how to bet on sports effectively and i'm going to talk about my worst bowl season all right i got into the business i was like i was a bookie literally i never bet uh i graduated college and there was an ncaa tournament like all right Let's try it. <laughs> you know, let's try it. Uh, booking. It was an amateurish operation. We made some money. And after a couple of years, I'm like, okay, I don't want to book. I don't, I don't want to sit around answering the phone. I want to bet. That was 1995, the football season of 95 and the bowl season of 95 going into 96. And thinking I knew everything, I started getting clocked. And I had the bowl season was going on. And I lost. And I doubled up. And I lost. And I doubled up. And I lost. And I doubled up. And it all came down to the national title game. It was in the Fiesta Bowl. It was Nebraska against Florida. And I didn't do any research. I didn't track anything. I didn't know anything. But I'm like, Spurrier, Spurrier wins these games. And, of course, I bet double or nothing for my entire bowl season on Florida. And it was a near pickup against Nebraska. 
Well, the game was over by halftime. Nebraska won 62 to 24. And I spent the first two months of 1996 working to pay off my former business partner, who was now my bookie. Uh, I learned a lesson from that, a big lesson, and really two. First thing I did is I said, you got to track every bet you make from now on. And from that moment on, I've tracked every bet that I've made. Spreadsheet, however you want to do it. The second lesson I learned is that I said to myself, after getting my butt thoroughly kicked, that if you're going to do this, do it seriously. You can't play it like an amateur. You've got to play it like a pro. And from that moment on, I can't say I haven't made bad bets. I've made plenty of them. But I haven't ever since that time a bet on a game that I didn't know anything about. So there's my story. I hope you have a better story to tell than my one and a better bowl season than I had in 1996. But it's worth noting, we didn't start out this way. We developed into the handicapper that you become. Best of luck tonight. Best of luck all week long. We'll be back again in 23 hours. Stay tuned for At the Window with Hugh Martin and John Guasmacca coming up right now on the Sports Grid Network. Stay on the grid.